How you doing, everybody? Today is a <clears throat> today is a very special day for the Car Talk podcast. Not only will I be speaking to you through audio, but I will also be speaking to you through video. Today will be my first uh, video recorded episode. Um, and I'll be posting this on YouTube. Now I'll tell you now and at the end of the podcast. My YouTube channel is Taz the Angel T-A-Z-Z D-A-A-N-G-E-L So let's get to it. Being that today is a a new occasion I will also start it with a new type of podcast. So today is story time. Um I have a, a lot of friends who who uh, who tell me that you know I'm extremely expressive and I and I'm I'm well at telling stories. I'm I'm good at them, right? Um so I figured I'd try to work it into my podcast. So today's story time is uh back in nineteen ninety-eight, right? Twenty years ago actually. Uh, I was eight years old because I'm 28, 90s baby. Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> um, it was 1998, and my favorite television show at the time was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, right? And I was living in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, at that time, kidnapping had gotten pretty, uh, had gotten to become a problem. Uh, and my grandma, she was staying with us for, uh, for the holidays, I think, but she would just come and stay at any given time. So I don't know exactly the month or, you know, exact time frame. But, uh, my grandma was watching the news and she, when the news went out, she said, Steven, if somebody offer you some candy to get in that car, don't you get in that car. And uh, because that was the main tactic, by the way. Hey, kids, I got some candy. You want some? Snatch, drive. You know what I mean? That's what they were doing. So I said, no, Grandma, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm I'm not going to take candy from strangers. Because, you know, we had the stranger danger, teachings and all that. I'm like, no, I'm not on that, Grandma. This is in my head. I'm like, I ain't on that. But I tell them, no, Grandma, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm not going to get in the car just because someone offered me some candy. And so my sister uh, says, because, you know, she always jumps in everyone else's business. My sister jumps in. And she's like, nah, Grandma, uh, you know, he like Power Rangers. Tell him about Power Rangers. And, you know, I even I gave her that little cut. I like, but shut up. Bro. <laughs> I'm not trying to have this conversation be longer than it has to be. All right. But anyway, so my grandma said, yeah, Stephen. And, and and if they give you or tell you they got some some Power Ranger toys and stuff for you, you still don't get in the car. Now, side note, I want to remind you guys that I'm eight years old at this time. Okay, the logic that I used at eight years old, I would use this very day in my life, like right now. <clears throat> Excuse me, right now. 
I would use the exact same logic. You know what I said as an eight-year-old? I said, nah, grandma, because I ain't going to get in a car because if they told me that the toy's mine, they can just throw it out the window. <laughs> Bro, at eight years old, that was the logic that I used on my grandma. And she could only agree. She was like, well, you know, all right. You know, they got a toy for you. They can toss it out. She couldn't even be mad at me. You know what I mean? You got to accept that answer. Because it's it's logical. As an eight-year-old, I'm like, yo, if that toy's for me, toss that. I ain't got to get in there to unwrap it. I can get to the crib, go in my room, play, uh, use this toy to go against my, uh, to jump in my Zords, whatever. But that's what was in my head at eight years old, man. I thought that was crazy. That I that I thought that way anyway at eight years old. But um <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Uh oh, and the 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 reason why I even know this is because uh I went back to Mississippi to visit uh a few months ago, and my grandma, who was born in 1930, so she's 88, recalled this story. So at 88, she recalled a story from when she was 28. I'm, I'm sorry, when she was 68. I said 28. When she was 68, you know, and I think that's that's insane uh, for for her to have such a high cognitive level and high level of recall at that age. Almost 90 years old. That don't happen a lot of times now. Um, man, and I and I have I have stories and stories. As a matter of fact. I'll end this one because I want each story to be its own thing, you know. I'll end this one. I'll actually do another one just because today is so special. It's the first day of the Tazza Angel Car Talk video podcast. So, again, I'm ending this one. I'm going to start another one. Uh, the My YouTube channel is Tazza Angel, T-A-Z-Z-D-A-A-N-G-E-L. And my podcast is called Car Talk. Uh, I will have the link in my YouTube description and uh, probably on my actual, you know, YouTube channel and all that. But um, my podcast, the audio is on Spotify. It's on Google Play. It's on um, iTunes or whatever I Apple uses now. Android for life. Uh, <laughs> But it's on anything that you can hear a podcast. But the main app that I use to get it there is Anchor. So my my link will be to my, my Anchor page because that's what it's initially through and it's shared to all the others. So I'll be talking to you again real soon. Have a great day. Love you. How you doing, everybody? It's Taz the Angel with more car talk. Good conversation you can ride to. And this is my part two of story time for the day. But it's uh, a different type of story. It's not dealing with my grandma anymore. This is a, a, an old football story, actually. Um, this was in the fall of 2007. It's my senior year in high school. 
it's the last game of our regular season. Uh, we were playing against our rival team. I played football at Hazelhurst. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I played football with Crystal Springs High School, and our rival was Hazelhurst High School. Um, so at this time, we are, and we're we're a pretty good a good Crystal Springs team, which is main is really a, a pretty average team. Uh, Hazelhurst, however, had a very good team, uh, had won a couple of championships years prior. They were already guaranteed to go into the playoff, um, into the playoffs that year. They were, they were just playing against their rival. That's how the, the game was for them. Just, you know, a bragging rights game. But for us, if we lost that game, not only will we not have the bragging rights, but we also wouldn't make it to the playoffs. We had to win that game to make it to the playoffs. Now, before that year, it had been well over, I don't know the exact year, but it had been over 15 years before we had beaten, or since we had beaten uh, Hazelhurst High School. Every year for over a decade, well over a decade, getting pummeled by him, okay? So this year, right? And and I'm the the topic of the story is the first time I got ran over. Okay. Uh and I started playing football in seventh grade. Uh seventh grade I was terrible. Eighth grade I was good. You know. Nah, eighth grade I wasn't bad. I wasn't I wasn't good yet. Um ninth grade ninth grade I was still not bad but getting better 10th grade on out I was good borderline great um so we're playing against Hazelhurst um and we're I was on punt team now, I know, you know, if, if any of you follow my other forms of social media, when you look at me, I'm nowhere near a small guy. Right now, I'm 6'4", about 365, okay? And I've lost weight to get here. I was 385. That was the highest I got. But in high school, I was only 255, which is still large for the, you know, as far as average humans go, especially in high school. But for me, I was over 100, small, I mean 100 pounds smaller, right? So I was little to me. Uh, but I was also fast, 6'3", 255, ran like a 4'8", 40, 4'9". It's pretty good for my size. Not stellar, but good. So I was on punt team. So they snapped the ball. The, the snapper snaps it. I, I was a guard. I was right beside the uh, long snapper. So I'm running. <sighs> you know when you run, when you know you're running hard, you start making sounds with every stride. Like, as I'm running, I'm going, all right? So, uh, our colors were blue and gold, blue and yellow. Um, Hazelhurst was maroon and white. So, as I'm running, my eyes are just zoned in on this this punt return. I'm going to give him everything I got, right? So, I'm going, 
and I looked down. And as I looked down, there was this maroon mass, okay? Right where my chest was. Turns out it was a, a helmet, okay? There was this maroon mass that just appeared. It just came out of nowhere. I, I didn't see it anywhere. I was so I had such tunnel vision on getting to that return man that I forgot to put keep my head on the swivel. Because on punt, if your head is not on a swivel, you will get knocked out. Okay? There's no question in this. You're getting popped. So this maroon mass, right, is right here on my chest. And I was like, shoot. So I tried to lower to, to like, give him, you know, give him a, a shoulder. You know what I mean? Because I'm already move, running. Like, I'm at max speed now. So it's not like I could just stop and juke and all that. I'm a lineman. I ain't, I, ain't, I'm a, I ain't no running back. So I'm like, okay, maybe if I lower my shoulder real quick, I can boom, you know, give him a, a nice good hit. Wrong. Wrong. Yo. As soon as I started leaning down to try to brace, that that shoulder of his just lifted up. Bow! And my momentum. It's like I'm running and he hits me, bam, and my momentum just takes me. I floated for probably like a good five yards, probably. Now I say about I say about a good three yards and slid the other two. So I am puzzled in the words of Ha Ha Davis. I this is beyond me. I had never been run over. There wasn't even an option in my in my in my football mind. That wasn't even a possibility. There was nothing I could fathom. Me getting run over? Multiple year best old lineman. You know what I mean? Like all district player, all city player. What? Me get run over? Yo. So I land on the ground and I grab my face mask and I lean up and I'm like. I just got ran over. This, this, is this how it feels like? This, this is what I do to people. Like I felt like I was a monster. I'm like, yo, I just be like hurting niggas' feelings out here. That's what I'm. That's what I'm about. Yo, the play's still going now. Dudes is running around getting pummeled. I'm talking about flat bed over here, flat tire over here. Everybody getting flattened. And I'm like, oh, crap, the play's still going. So I hop up and, and you know, I, I knock a little small dude to the ground just to, you know, end the play. And at the end of the play, I run to the sideline. I'm talking about I beeline to the sideline. I'm trying to find out who saw me get hit like that. So I'll get to the sideline. Yo, did you see me get run over? No, nah, man, I see it. I don't want to talk to you. Hey, I ran to my homie, uh, Minimi. I don't know if he wants me to put his name out. It's not like it's a bad thing. He the homie. He'll be all right. Jatavis Johnson. Uh, so the homie, I called him Mini-Me because he was two years younger than me. His last name was Johnson. He played the same position I played uh, at, that, at that year of my high school career. He was the strongest in his class. Um, and his play style was a lot similar to mine. Uh, at that time, I was the second strongest. I graduated the strongest. Shout out J.D. Jones. But... Um, so I ran over to the homie Mini-Me. I'm like, bro, 
did you see me get run over? Did you see that? He's like, yeah, man, that dude blasted you. I was like, yeah, where did he even come from? I'm so excited because it's like I never felt this feeling before. I'm like, yo, this dude just, I didn't see him. So I had a coach, uh, Coach Leverett. He was the defensive coordinator. And uh, he comes over there. He used to talk a lot like Boomhauer from King of the Hill. He's like, hey, 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 Johnson, I saw you get hit, man. I saw you get run over, man. Yeah, yeah, he gave you the business. I said, yeah, coach, that's all right. I guarantee you before this game is over, I'm blasting him. I, you know, I'm be looking for that, man. I'm be looking for it. So my dad was also the my coach. Uh, he was an offensive lineman coach. My dad always taught me and taught us, really. He said, if anybody does something that you don't like on the field, remember their number and get them during the next play or the next possession. Whenever you get another chance, attack that number. But you got to do it within the rules. I will never forget that number. If you played at Hazelhurst High School uh, and you were number 31 the year of 2007, you ran me over for the first time in my football career. Good job for you. So, number 31, right? Uh, so, uh, the, the second half comes out, and we have to punt again. We punt, and I'm getting ready to run, but then I hear the crowd, oh, so I look. Our kicker, who was Curtis Thomas at the time, that's the homie too, shout out Kurt. Uh, he, he, uh, the, it was a bad snap. He dropped the ball or the ball didn't get to him, whatever. Uh, I just saw him fumbling with the, the snap. So he had to pick up the, the ball and run with it. So he runs on the visitor sideline, you know, trying to get the first down for us because he couldn't kick it. I stopped moving and I'm just looking around 31, 31, 31. I start right back going. And he's just lollygagging, la 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 la, because the play is all the way away from him. He was like, his job was to uh, either try to block the punt or, you know, hit somebody to stop them from getting to the punt returner. But because neither one of those were a possibility, he didn't really have a job. He's just chilling until the whistle blows. La 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 la. La 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 he looks in my eyes and his eyes were this big. When I tell you his eyes were the big or, or were as big as freaking coffee saucers. I don't know if y'all know what saucers are, but I grew up and uh, spent a lot of time around my grandma. She would always have a cup of coffee, a mug, and she would have that saucer under, you know, to catch some spill when she sipped. You feel me? Boy, eyes was big. He and I, I know. He had, you know, that feeling when you drop real fast on the roller coaster and your stomach, you know what I mean? Tighten up. He knew it was about to be a problem. And as I'm running, I nod my head like, yeah. I literally said the word when I hit him. I put my shoulder into him and, and my arm too. I said, boom. And when I hit him, I pushed while he was already in the air. The guy uh, flew in the air for at least 10 yards. 
I hit him hard enough that he got a first down, all right? And he slid another few feet. It was sprinkling a little bit that day. Slid another few feet. Play still going. I'm out there. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Not even caring about the play still going. I'm like, oh, crap. The play still going again. <laughs> Try to hit somebody I missed. I get back to the sideline. First person I go to. Hey, Coach Leverett, you saw that, right? Yeah, man. You got him. You got him. <laughs> He didn't even look me in my eyes. He looked at the ground like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got him, man. You got him. <laughs> I know I did. What? Man, I was so hyped, bro. Man, you couldn't tell me I wasn't the Super Bowl MVP. Side note. And that's that's the end of that story. You know, I, I got my revenge. Blasted him. Celebrated all that. The end result of that game was the end of a streak. Again, we had not beat them in well over a decade. It's like 16, 17 years, somewhere along that, I think. We beat them 14 to 9. Both of our touchdowns came off my blocks. Now, I'm not saying I'm solely uh, taking credit for that because I didn't run the ball. I didn't snap the ball. I didn't block all the other people. But I can say that our running back at the time, Quail Whitfield, Got those blocks off me. Uh, one, if I'm not mistaken, was a, a 26 counter or lead. And I think the other one was like a 28 toss. But both of our touchdowns came off my uh, my block. I played right tackle in high school and defensive end. So not only did that was a roller coaster of a day. Not only did I get run over for the first time, but I sent a guy into orbit <laughs> for the first time. And we had beaten Hazelhurst for the first time in well over 12 years, 10, 12, a whole lot of years. It's been a long time. And my dad was actually in the, in the, um, the top where the people like commentate on the game, the commentators are speaking. I don't know what it's called right now. Um, it's some kind of box. Press box. I think it's the press box. The press box. My dad was in the press box uh, calling the game. And at the end of the game, when we won, we're all running around the field like we're crazy. He plays uh, Sam Cook. <laughs> A change is going to come. That's how we finish tonight. That's how we finish tonight. So I appreciate you guys for listening. I hope y'all had a great time listening. As I'm sharing my life with you guys. Um, this will be posted on my YouTube channel. Taz the Angel. T-A-Z-Z-D-A-A-N-G-E-L. And on any other listening device or um, app. You can tune in to my podcast, Car Talk. This has been Taz the Angel with Car Talk good conversation you can ride to and I look forward to hearing from you guys soon. Have a good night.